Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Junkin' It Up with Junk You podcast. I'm Dylan, and this is Steve, and today we want to talk about selling, donating, and junking your furniture, when to do which and when not to do which one. So let's just talk about the first option, which is selling, and not just furniture, household goods. When should people sell, what should they sell, and how should they even approach it if they're selling stuff? Sure, yeah. So I would say first and foremost, uh, you have to make a judgment call with um, how fast you need the job done. Um, with selling to any capacity, it's going to take time. So if you're under any sort of time crunch, I would say selling shouldn't necessarily be the uh, first option for everything that you have. Um, with that being said, let's assume that you do have time and that's not a factor. Um what I would say is you would pretty much break everything that you have down into two categories, things that are easily shippable and things that are not easily shippable. Mm -hmm. yeah. So anything that's easily shippable, you could post on to uh, marketplaces. Um, and, and the reason why I would break it down to those two categories is just the amount of reach that you can get to sell the items. Because, of course, with a thing like a dresser, it doesn't make much sense to try to ship that across the country, right. at least like financially speaking. Yeah. So um, that limits who you can sell to. Um, but yeah, so anything that's easily shippable definitely should be sold. Now, with those pieces that aren't necessarily shippable, that doesn't necessarily mean you shouldn't sell them. But uh, if you're going to go the marketplace route, um, which is something that can definitely be done, just know that you're going to have a lot of like the looky-loos and you want to make sure that you're prepared to have a lot of people show interest and respond to a lot of messages and whatnot. Um, you absolutely can sell a lot of items on those marketplaces uh, on your own accord. Like I said, it's more so just making sure you can allocate the time and energy to do so. Um, now, off of that, you can hire a uh, auction company or an estate auction uh, sales company and the difference being the auction house being the place that's sold uh, and the estate salesperson takes the items and sells on your behalf at the auction. But you know, for all intents and purposes, it's the same thing. But what they'll do is they'll come in and they'll take a look at everything and they'll be able to give you a gauge on exactly what items you have that are worth even your time and energy to sell. Um, both on the small and uh, large pieces. So with their experience, they'll come in and they'll say, hey, like, you know, this bed frame, I know you really like it, not really going to get more than 20 bucks for it. So not worth your time to try to sell. However, this pewter tea set from, you know, second century Greece, like this is going to be a top seller. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So uh, I would definitely say, especially if you have a lot of antiques to leverage the experience of that uh, auction sales uh, person or company to be able to maximize your money with the uh, minimization of your time and energy. Yeah. So if you're selling, if you have a, enough time, you want to bring experts in that are going to sell the stuff because generally they take percentages, correct? Exactly. They're not going to charge a fee. Correct. Yeah. So they'll yep. come in and do it and say, hey, we're going to take, you know, maybe it's 30% or it depends sure. on the expert, right? And they're mm -hmm. going to make sure they get top dollar because they're benefiting as well. And then you get that as opposed to trying to do it yourself, which you likely don't have the resources to get those antique and specialty items sold. Exactly. And then you're saying for shippable items, when you say marketplaces, you mean like Facebook marketplace? eBay, Facebook eBay. marketplace, um, offer up, let go, you know, ba basically anywhere, you know, even if you have specific items, like for instance, if you have um, 
you know, coins. You know what I mean? There right. might be a special marketplace online to sell sure. coins, uh, whatever it may be, um, online mediums in terms of those marketplaces. Right, because you don't have to worry about are they going to come? You can say, hey, just pay for the shipping included in, you know what I mean? And then you're you're able to send it to whoever yeah. and go through that service. Yeah, where for furniture, non-shippable items, you know, in our experience, it's usually furniture. Would you say like Facebook more? Obviously, you know, best thing is maybe ask friends, but, sure. you know, like Facebook marketplace or, or, or something like that. Is that yeah, a good place I, I would to start? say I would say Facebook marketplace is going to be the the easiest and best way to get it out there. Right. Um, a couple other things you can leverage like yard sale, local yard sale groups. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're in Westchester here. So you can go and find probably five or six different Westchester specific yeah. online yard sale groups. Um, I, I think marketplaces, it, the functionality is a little bit easier because those groups sure. you have to be joined into and you have to be approved. And if you want to get stuff, you know, up and on, and for sale, it might take some time to do that. Whereas the marketplace, you just post, you post it, it and right it's away. done. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then it's gonna the location is important on there. It'll show it so that you're not getting exactly. someone in, you know, five hours away who you know they're probably not going to drive all the way up. Exactly. But if they do, what if they do and waste their time? Yep. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. So it's really so so timing's a big factor, and then the 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 type of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So that that's the most important one. So okay. So say you know someone has an estate, they do all that, they sell everything. They get to the end, they still got a bunch of stuff left and, you know, they know some of it's good enough condition that it's usable, but no one's really willing to pay for it or not enough where it's worth their time. So if someone's donating, Mm -hmm. what are the best places to look for? We can just use our experience, you know, we're, we're local as well. And then how would be their best approach to, to get it to them and to, you know, make sure that they, uh, actually accept it. Sure. Yeah. So first and foremost, obviously, is a quick Google search of donation centers near me, um, giving a call to see, you know, what they're in need of, uh, if anything. Um, The one thing with donation centers in general, especially Goodwills um, or places that have a retail front is that, you know, they're a business, even if they're a nonprofit, they're a business. So they can't just accept anything, even if it's in perfect condition. They need to make sure that they have the available floor space and that they inv- the inventory that they do have is not uh, going to be affected by what you're bringing in. And I, what an example I always use is uh, just say there's a furniture company and they just donated 50 dresses to your local Goodwill. Well, guess what your local Goodwill does not need any more of? Dressers. So if that's what you have, you might, even though it's a good piece that is donatable, it's not donatable at the current time to that specific location. Right. Um, With that also being said, uh, if I was in that position, I would also leverage calling local junk removal companies to see where they donate to. Because there might be some more niche uh, donation centers that the common public doesn't know about. And, uh, you know, most... Junk removal companies will be happy to let you know where they take their stuff to. Um, right. We get asked that question a decent amount, so I'm yeah. happy to give the information out. Um, but that would be another way to find a couple other more niche uh, specific. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, one we use is Community Warehouse Project here in mm-hmm. Westchester we work with. And now, like all donation places, they don't accept everything. Mm-hmm. So that that's an important thing, too. And there's certain things that just donation centers not that none of them take that item, but on average, they won't like, you know, more uh, mattresses or not that no one takes them, but they're harder to give away, you know, mm-hmm. stuff that's more, you know, has had more, uh, I don't kind of almost skin to skin contact type yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where people it's, it's hard to even though it's in good condition, it's hard to give it to somebody else because of all the stuff yeah, that went on. Yeah, there, There's two main fact. Well, I guess two and a half, the half being what you just referenced in right. terms of like the the cleanliness aspect. Right. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, void of that, there there's two main 
reasons why a donation center wouldn't take something. One is just the cumbersome or the heaviness of it. You know, things that are absorbently heavy are just harder to sell and, and get rid of. Um, and two, you know, what people are in the market for or what's in style now. So like China cabinets, um, they're not in style. People don't have China anymore. Yeah, right Now they're also super heavy and big, so they check both those boxes. <laughs> yeah. um, but there's certain things that are just out of style, like secretary desks. They're not as in demand as they were 30 years ago. So donation centers are not going to take them as readily as they will things that they know they're going to move off the floor, like dressers, nightstands, um, bed frames, you know, whatever else you can insert there. Right. Yeah, definitely. And also, you know, like we said before, timing is huge because, you know, you can hire services like ours that'll come and take it, but it does cost a fee because it does cost money for us to bring a truck out there that mm -hmm. has insurance, that has a, you know, a, a crew to do the actual labor. But a lot of donation places do have volunteers or someone that can pick it up for you, but it's unlikely, particularly if they're volunteers, for them to be maybe as readily available as we are, you know, sure. or a different service yeah. because it takes time to to schedule them, right? They're working around their jobs or their schedules, you know, so that's something you have to you have to weigh the cost benefit of as well. And then the last one, which we talked about and is our uh, our favorite one, which is junk, right? And, uh, you know, that's kind of, again, you're going through the estate, you sold what's sellable, and then you donate it. What's, uh, you know, there's a couple ways you can approach junk, obviously, a full service like ours, but what are some other ways people can do if, you know, either they... Uh, they don't want to, or they're you know have uh, want other options for for getting rid of their junk. Yeah, so I would say there's probably three main uh, sects of, of this junk removal mm -hmm. type uh, portion, or the last the last portion of your cleanout that you're doing. Um, like you had said, the first one being a full service junk company, the benefits are that they do all the work. All you have to do is make a phone call, you pay a fee, and it's done. Right. right. Um, the next more labor intensive, but slightly more affordable option would be running a dumpster. So that's another option. If you can hire a dumpster company, they'll drop the dumpster. You obviously either have to, have to do the work or sub the work out, which just as a side note, if you're going to sub the work out, you might as well just do the junk removal company. Generally, it's going to yeah, be the same yeah. price. Yeah, unless you, you have, yeah, there's maybe teenagers in your neighborhood that you want sure, to do it like sure. anything you yeah. know what i mean but, but if it's a lot of stuff and you need professionals right you want yeah to make sure. but if you can do the work and you sure. want to do the work the dumpster is a great affordable option um you know in lieu of a full junk removal company um and then the last thing is kind of dependent on how much stuff that you do have but typically whatever uh municipal trash pickup that you have or private trash pickup that you have will have some sort of bulk pickup, whether that, right. and, and it varies. Some are one bulk piece per pickup. Some are one bulk piece per month. Some are the second Tuesday of the month is the bulk day or whatever the case yeah. is. So if you only have six or seven pieces, like, like just say you have, you know, two couches, two dressers and uh, two mattresses. If you have two months, okay, and then they pick up every week one piece, well, there you go. Like, you can do it. It's going to take more time and energy, but you get it done for free. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it, it really kind of always comes back down to, you know, time and then availability to do the work and then cost, right? So a full service junk removal job like us or a company like us that would do that is going to be the most expensive options of the three, but it's the least labor intensive for mm -hmm. someone as the client that's actually doing it. And then quick. um, the quickest, right? Yeah, we can do multiple 
tons of loads in one single day where, you know, if you have a dumpster and, it, and we're gone, right? We come in and we do it. And if you get a dumpster, similar where you get a dumpster in there and if you can get the labor, either it's you or you have to pay someone else to do it. Mm-hmm. But it may take a little bit more time because they may not be able to drop it off that day and then pick it up that day. You know, that exactly. that's pretty unlikely. So, but again, you know, you might save some cost, right? And then, like you said, the bulk pickup is also a good option. Kind of, kind of just depends on how much you have, right? I mean, if you have a year to clear out a whole house, you might be able to get away with the bulk mm-hmm. stuff and kind of do that over time, over the months. But, you know, it's going to be a lot longer than if you get, you know, a dumpster and do it in a month or you get us and, and get it done in, you know, 12 hours. So certainly different. So, yeah, I mean, I think that was a, a pretty good description of uh, when when you can sell, how to go about it, when you can do- donate, how to go about it. And then, you know, when it gets down to junk, what's a good way to do it? Is there anything else someone should know if they're clearing out an estate? And those are the three options. Uh, I don't, I don't think so. I, I mean, the only thing that I would say is if you have more modern items, uh, it might be a little bit easier to price them out on the selling side of things. Um, so that, that's all well and good. If you do, or you are dealing with, uh, an estate that has a lot more antiques and you're unsure of the value, it could be literally worthless and it could be worth a lot. Right. Um, that I would, I would, and highly... that varies piece by piece too, exactly. right? You might get one bedroom set is is worth a ton of money and you, you the experts will be drooling all over it and the next one that you think is nice is just nothing no one yeah. wants it <laughs> or, or the the old china set that's in the cabinet that you haven't looked at for decades that could be the thing that's the money maker and you just really don't know yeah um and that's something that i would say to leverage the professional in that capacity because um you know when, when you're dealing with antiques it, it literally the difference between trash and treasure to me is nothing but to the right eye they can tell you exactly yes. what it right. is definitely awesome cool well that's uh you know if anyone's clearing anything out in the state they know how and where to sell how and where to donate and then you know how to go about junking so absolutely thank you everybody until next time please subscribe and uh keep on junking have a good one